This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, welcome to Blue Wire. After you finish listening to this awesome Blue Wire podcast, make sure you check out the other pods in our Blue Wire family. Okay, I know, you're probably wondering, how do I do that? Well, it's simple. Go to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts and search Blue Wire. Ta-da! They will all be there, so have fun listening. What's going down, everybody? This is Keeping It 300 with Fallon Smith and James Jones. We are recording this bright and early on Thursday morning, uh, we were supposed to do it yesterday morning, but my guy James broke some big time news, which in turn, he had to do some NFL network hits. So we had to push it back until today. So James, that news, of course, was your friend and former teammate, Jordy Nelson, is calling it a career after 11 seasons in the National Football League. Why did Jordy, though, want you to break the news of his retirement why didn't he just make a formal announcement himself? Like, how did it all go down? Well, you know, that's my brother right there, man. And Jordy, it's one thing about Jordy. He he likes zero, zero attention. <laughs> and I'm not saying that I like a lot of attention, but he knows that I'm on, he knows that I'm on TV now. So he's like, ah, oh, JJ could do all the interviews. He knows everything about me. He could talk about me. I don't got to do none of the interviews, worry about people calling me about interviews. So he called me and... He said, "JJ, I'm going home," and I'm like, "Dude, that's awesome, dog." I'm like, "You going back home to Kansas City, like to play for the Chiefs?" I'm like, "Dude, like that's what I thought he was telling." He's like, "No, JJ, I'm going back to the farm," and I said, <laughs> "Bro, you're hanging them up." <laughs> And he said, yes, man. He said, I'm done. He said, I went to a couple teams, man. He said they were offering me good money. And he said he went to take the physical. And he said the doctors were like, hey, Jordy, for you to be in the league for 11 years, man, you're extremely healthy. Like, that's that's pretty good. And he said that kind of opened his eyes. Like, dang, I've been playing this game for so long. I could get out right now. I've made a lot of good money, had a lot of success on the field, and I could get out healthy and go to the farm and be able to enjoy my family. So he said he thought about it for a couple of days, and he was like, this is the time, this is the right decision, let's do it. So he called me, he was like, man, you broke my news going to Oakland, man. You know, you could break my news, you know, saying that I'm about to retire. I said, no doubt about it. <laughs> but that's weird. <laughs> that is so weird, though, because going and taking his physical and them saying that he's healthy, super healthy for what? How old is he, 30? Is he 33? 30, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, about to be 34, yeah. Okay, so 33, about to be 34. That's considered, you know, an old man in the National Football League. So wouldn't he be encouraged that, like, okay, I have a clean bill of health. I probably have a good year or maybe even two years left in me to play. Yeah, yeah, for for some people, yes. But, you know, for some people, like, you know, me playing with Jordy for so long, a lot of us used to talk about, man, shoot, if we could get out of this thing with no big-time knee surgeries, with, you know, none of them necks and none of that, man, I mean, that's awesome to be able to play and make a lot of good money and get out of this game healthy. You know, that that that's bonus, bonus. Yeah, You know, because yeah. you're able to run around with your kids, run around with your family. Like you say, he wanted to go back home and work on the farm. And he was just like, man, listen, I've been blessed to make a lot of money. And I'm walking out of this game healthy with no big-time surgeries or anything like that. I would hate to come back for one year, mess around and get hurt, have a a big-time surgery. And then on top of that, I just moved my family to Oakland. I don't want to have to move my family to Seattle or Kansas City for one year and have to go through all that again. So he was like, man, I'll just hang them up and, 
go back home to Riley, Kansas. And I talked to him. I was telling him, man, when I retired, I had a very good piece about it. Like, I was like, okay, I love football. been playing it since I was seven, but I'm like, I'm done. I'm tired. This is the right time. Yeah. I had a very good piece about it. Even when I went back to Green Bay for training camp, went back for, for the opening day, their first game, I was like, yep, I made the right decision. I don't, I don't feel like it running out there, running no routes. And he was like, J.J., I feel great. Like, I'm happy with my decision. I'm glad that I'm doing it right now. And I said, there it is, there it is, man. And I just told him, congrats on a great career, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, he balled out. No doubt about that. But um, for those who listened to our last podcast, me and you discussed how, you know, the Raiders obviously cut Jordy Nelson. I'm sure if they didn't, he would still be playing right now, right? And I gave you crap, James, uh, about how all this was all your fault. You were like, shut up, Fallon. Don't say it. Shut up, Fallon. Uh, you know, because you're the one who convinced him to come to Oakland. And obviously, as we discussed in the last podcast, you know, it was a clown show last year. And it didn't work out the way Jordy would have liked, especially, you know, as far as his production on the field as well. So, James, at any point in your conversation with Jordy, uh, when he told you his, he was retiring, were you like, nah, bro, can't go out like that. This can't be on my conscience. You need to sign with another team. You need one good year and then hang it up because this could not be on my conscience. Absolutely not. When he <laughs> called me <laughs> as a friend, I'm just, I'm just being supportive. You know what I mean? I'm like, man, hey. You know, shoot, that's awesome. I mean, man, you had a heck of a career, man. I mean, shoot, 11 years in the National Football League from a kid from Riley, Kansas, straight off the farm. It's one high school in your town. It's one elementary school. That's so crazy. It's probably 13 people at the high school. It's five people in your senior class. <laughs> to play 11 years, 72-plus touchdowns, 8,500 8, yards. I'm like, dude, well done, man. I mm -hmm. mean, shoot, if you ready to hang him up, hang him up, man. But he sounded excited about his decision, so I wasn't definitely wasn't going to take the excitement. He was excited about having the opportunity to go out on his own terms, yeah. knowing that he had opportunities from other teams. He was excited to go out on his own terms. Yeah, I guess that feels good, right? Knowing that you had other options out there. You're not one of those players who is sitting at home waiting for a team to call you or a team to call your agent. You know, and a lot of guys don't have that option. A lot of guys are waiting at home and never get the call and are forced to retire. Absolutely, yeah. To go, be able to go on some visits, teams offer you some very good money. And for you to be like, oh, you know what, man, I think it's my time. Yeah. I've, I've done a lot of damage in this league. I think it's the right time to retire. That always feels good to be able to leave this game on your own, own terms. Because you're right, that does not happen for a lot of people. A lot of people get cut and don't get no calls and want to play still out there training, but nobody's calling them and they want to get back in the National Football League. And he's able to walk out on his own terms and say, thank you, game, for all you've done for me yeah. and my family, but I'm out. What I didn't know is that you and Jordy are one and two on the list of most receiving touchdowns from Aaron Rodgers. I had no idea. Now, I know the numbers. Do you know exactly the numbers uh, as far as touchdowns go? Because this would be interesting. Um, I only know the numbers, and I, shoot, I might have forgot Jordy's uh, by now because I only know the numbers because they put them on TV yesterday on the I think Jordy had, what, 69? 65. 41 or 65, and I have 41. Hold on, so you didn't know until yesterday? Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, when they put it up there yesterday, they said, you guys are one and two. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, dang, we were doing some damage with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> that's what man. I'm saying. <laughs> and that's funny you didn't even know that. That's something I would take pride in, especially because you think A-Rod is the GOAT and all. Oh, absolutely. Ain't no think I know. But, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But but no, when I seen it yesterday, I'm like, hey man, that's that's pretty cool, man. To, to a guy that's about to have a gold jacket, you know, I've caught the second most touchdowns from him. And then you look at Jordy, 65 touchdowns. I'm like, man, this guy was going crazy. But yeah. no, it's it's awesome to see a stat like that. I was I was kind of juiced up all day yesterday. Couldn't nobody tell me that. I'm like, dude, I'm a I'm a baller out here. They right. can't tell me that. No. <laughs> Devontae Adams about to catch you real quick. Oh, Devontae go Devontae go past me this year. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but those numbers, it just shows the chemistry and the trust that Aaron, you know, had with you two on the field. That clearly was evident. But how close were you three off the field? Oh, man. I mean, 
that it's crazy you brought that up because that's one thing that me and Jordy was on the phone for about an hour yesterday. Like me and Jordy could have did our own podcast because <laughs> <laughs> we we were just talking about off the field stuff, man. I mean that's that's really where you spend most of your time. You know what I mean? You spend it in the locker room and you spend it off the field, man. And I mean we've done so much, so many things together. I mean going to to Jordy's farm. You know, out there hanging out on the farm, doing stuff that I've never thought I'd ever do before. You know what I mean? Sticking my hand down, cows, you know what. <laughs> you know, riding these four-wheelers, Jordy, and I flipped a four-wheeler in the in the river, almost fell on top of him. He would have he would have played three years in the National <laughs> Football League if we didn't dra- wow. drag him out of there. But, man, I mean, we're always over each other's house. We're always hanging out. We're always talking. We're always traveling with each other. We're always doing charity events together together out there so the relationship between me him and Aaron man and even Randall and and the other receivers too man is, is something that I still miss and yeah. something that Jordy was like man that's probably the only thing that I'm gonna miss so I was telling him dude we got to do a good job man in the offseason even though 12 and them guys still playing we got to do a great job of trying to get together man and still hanging out because that is the camaraderie and being around each other playing cards you know having fun is 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 the biggest thing you're probably going to miss from the game. James Jones from San Jose, California, in Riley, Kansas, on a farm? Oh, my. That, when I landed, that's the first thing that I said. James <laughs> Jones from San Jose, California, in Riley, Kansas, on a dang farm. But you know what? I, I bought into the whole thing. I had my cowboy boots on. I had my no, overalls. You no, you didn't. Yes, I did. I sent you a picture. I had I my overalls. <laughs> had my overalls on, my cowboy hat. I'm like, shoot, I'm, I'm on the farm. I'm about to do this thing the right way. You know, and then Jordy messed it all up, flipping his four in the dang in the dang creek i had to get my boots all wet had water in my boots he messed my whole swag up man. <laughs> hold on so he really did flip a four-wheeler in the he lake he flipped it in there he was riding and he tried to you know be a little dangerous and kind of go around a certain little area and it was muddy and it's four-wheeler like couldn't get back up and it slipped and thank goodness jordy was able to jump out because this thing flipped on him. he jumped off of it before he jumped off but he landed in the creek and the, the dang thing fell on him <gasps> but thank god he kind of was in the water some and the thing didn't like something stopped it from like falling on him and then me greg and brett swain went in there and pulled the thing up off him so he could crawl up out of there oh man it was crazy oh we my like, god oh, what year was yeah. this Oh, my goodness. This was like, it was probably like year four for me, year three for Jordy. There's a reason why there's contracts and like all those clauses about injuries on the field, off the field. You think think we weren't talking about that? At that time, we were like, man, can't nobody know about this. Oh, my God. Did he actually get hurt? No, he didn't get hurt. He he walked up out of there. We drugged the four-wheeler out of there. He jumped back on it, and we went on about our business. But I promise you, we were lucky because for nobody to get injured out of that, it was crazy. That is crazy. I'm like, Jordy, get me off this farm, man. (laughs) I mean, I just couldn't picture you on a farm. But it is crazy because your girl, Fallon Smith from San Jose, California, lived in (laughs) Wyoming for three years for my first on-air TV gig. Oh, wait. And I was covering rodeos. I was covering <laughs> stories of people raising sheep and how they use the sheep's wool for yarn and clothing. I mean, it's a different world out there, man. Yeah. But I was really intrigued by the way people are raised out there, the way they live their life. You know, waking up early, milking cows, farming the food that they eat. You know what I mean? I mean, don't you have like a newfound respect for Jordy? And it's such, it opens your eyes to like a whole nother world when you're like, wow, people actually live like this. Like I could respect it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. And they work. I mean, hard. hard. I'm out there watching Jordy's dad. I mean, he is going to work. So Jordy, when even when Jordy told me, like, man, I'm going back to the farm, I'm like, dude, you finna work harder than you worked in the NFL. <laughs> you sure you, you sure you ready for that? But he was like, no, nah, man, I've been I've been waiting for this time to be able to 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 go back to the farm. But man, let me tell you something. Riley, Kansas, is one of a kind. So it's probably 15 houses. In the whole little city. Really? Town? Town? You can't call it a city. It's a town. town. Yeah, it ain't no city. Little town. Little town. 
It's one restaurant, and the name of the restaurant is called Nelson's Landing because Jordy's family owns it. You're lying. <laughs> You're lying. I lied. You're... I lied. This is, this is a true story. Oh, my it's goodness. One, it, it's one gas station. Oh my God! They have to they have to drive like fifteen twenty miles to the nearest little city to get in and get groceries and all that type of stuff. Go to the grocery store, to the WalMarts and and Safeways and all that down there. And his nearest neighbor to him is like three miles away. Oh my! <laughs> Where did you guys fly in? You know, we flew in. We flew in uh, Kansas City. How far is it from Kansas City? And it was like. Uh, Hour and a half, two hour drive to Riley. Oh my goodness gracious! That's actually yeah, close to so, me. You know that's close to me, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I live Jordy, in the middle so of nowhere, but anyway. Middle of nowhere. So Jordy, he he owns the town up there. He got they have a they have a nine hole golf course, and the greens are made out of rocks. What? <laughs> so. So when you get on the golf course, when you get on the green, you can't even putt. You just say, "Okay, that's two strokes," depending on how you oh, and how close you goodness. are. To the oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! But but we had a ball out there. I told him, "Man, I'll be back, man, and come out there on the farm, man, and jump on the four wheelers with him, and all that good stuff." That's crazy that you know he has all this money and he could retire wherever he wants, and he wants to go back to Riley, Kansas. That's home, though. That's that, home. That's and, crazy. And, and, and he's a farmer, so so that's what he wants to do, man. That's home. It's like anything. I mean, he didn't grow up in the big city. That's where he grew up, so that's kind of all he knows. Even though he played in Green Bay, played in California, that's home. You know what I mean? So he's like, I'm going back home, as he should. I mean, I can respect that. That's actually amazing because I'd be like, nah, I'm good. I'm going to go to San Diego and <laughs> chill. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Something uh, like that. Too busy down there when you're used to Riley. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. So, um, one last thing about Jordy. How would you describe, though, as far as uh, on the football field and his production, you know, the, the legacy that he is leaving behind? He will make your all hands team, I'm sure. <laughs> Man, Jordy, when I talk to people about Jordy, even a lot of the, the college kids that I train, a lot of the, you know, little kids that I talk to, I said it's one thing about Jordy that I always respected, and it was consistency. Mm. Jordy Nelson was going to come to practice and to the games, and you always knew what you was going to get from Jordy Nelson. Mm. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers always knew Jordy was going to be where Jordy was supposed to be. If it was 12 and in, he was going to be 12 and in. If it was 15 and out, he was going to be 15 and out. Every single time <laughs> he's probably the most consistent football player smartest football player that i've been around now jj if it's 12 and in i might try to put a little sauce on it coming there 10 and in. <laughs> Aaron, like dude you're getting in there too early jj you're 10 and in i'm like dang i try to put a little swag on it if it's 15 and out i'm probably doing some stuttering and all that and i'm 13 and out jj you're too early i know my bad man <laughs> But Jordy was probably the most consistent football player that I've been around. It's that discipline that comes from probably growing up on a farm, for real, though. No doubt about it. I mean, like, every single time. I'm talking about every single time. Perfect, consistent. And I'm like, dude, this dude's a monster, man. And it showed not only on, not only on the field, but off the field as well, man. That was Jordy. And that's one thing that I always respected. The funny thing is Jordy is going back to – the farm, his home, to lay low while we all know Gronk, who announced his retirement on Sunday, will probably still be in the spotlight. I'm guessing he's going to be a WWE superstar. Like, that's what's next in his future. Maybe he'll take a year off, but I think he's going to be on TV. Don't you think? I Listen, for a guy that's beat up as bad as him, to go from the NFL to the WWE, falling on that ring. Yeah, like, but it's I've like talked, I've talked to some guys in the W, and they say their bodies are destroyed. Oh, so really? I cannot, mm. yes, I cannot 
imagine Rob Gronkowski going in there, jumping off the top of them ropes, the way his body got beat up. <laughs> he, doesn't he and just look like a WWE superstar, he though? He does. He has, he has a lot of energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? The fans will definitely love him. He'll yeah. definitely be a good guy. He'll probably have a little action figure that everybody will buy. I can definitely, <laughs> definitely see him doing it. But just when I think about, you know, the the – his body, the pain and all that that he's put his body through, I don't think he wants to do that again. Maybe he'll turn over a new leaf and go out quietly and marry his longtime girlfriend, and then we won't really Man, see him. Rob, Rob Gronkowski is like, man, I'm out of the Belichick locker room. <laughs> I'm about to turn this ah. thing up. Just wait. He's going to turn up even more? <laughs> Yeah, just wait and see. He's he about to party. Oh. He's got all that money, all them endorsements. He's like, man, I'm about to turn this thing up, man. He's about to have some fun. Well, that's the funny thing because he still turned up even though he was under Bill Belichick, you know, under Bill Belichick's watch. And I'm sure Bill is excited for that part of things to be behind him or not deal with anymore. But obviously Bill's going to miss, you know, his production on the football field. Gronk is arguably – the best tight end, or one of the the best tight ends of all time. I'm going to say he's top two. Ooh, top two. I'm that, thinking that. Tony Gonzalez one, Gronk two. Ooh. Oh, what's up? You don't agree? I mean, that, that's just, it, it's very hard because as I, as I look at the Winslow's and the, the, the Antonio Gates that have 100 and all them something touchdowns. They're top five. They're top five. Just pass. I mean, it's tough because when I look at Antonio Gates in his prime, the way he was breaking people off like he was a wide receiver, and oh my goodness, not only with Phillip Rivers but Drew Brees too. I mean, it's, it's a lot of good tight ends, but def, I mean, you definitely can argue it. Definitely. I mean, he has the most production in the postseason of of any tight end. Yeah, I in, mean, what I'm saying, he's played a hundred games in the postseason. No, not a hundred. <laughs> I mean, he has been to four Super Bowls and they've won three, but he didn't play in one of them. By the I way, know, he didn't he, play. He in missed one. a couple, but I yeah. mean, shoot, you should be up there in playoff stats. I get it. No, you're right. You're right about that. <laughs> but he, okay, so let's just agree that he's top five. No, no doubt, no doubt about it. And and back to our original point, Bill is is happy to get probably that off the field stuff off his hands, but he would obviously love his production if he was healthy because that's the problem. I mean, Father Time was like, Nah, bro, I know you're only 29, but I'm sorry, your body just is, <laughs> is not made for this anymore. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. And, and and I'm proud of Rob Gronkowski just understanding that, man. Yeah. And, and that, that truly lets you know that, number one, he's done very good by his money, you know, because I'm sure – I'm sure a 29-year-old Rob Gronkowski, even if the Patriots didn't want him, somebody would have gave him some big-time money. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? And only let him practice one day a week just to get his production on the football field. But he's like, man, you know what? I know I'm young, but, man, I'm done. My body can't take it. And I'm proud of dudes, man, who could just step away from the game like that, man, saying, like, shoot, I'm not going to put my body through that no more. I know it took you some time. Because you weren't accepting it. You wanted to get to year 10. Absolutely. I remember you told me, you said, man, I can't, no, I need to get to year 10. I need that 10. I need that double-digit career. Absolutely. I would wake up one morning and I'd be like, I got to get to that 10. I'd go out there and train like, you know, I was a madman. And then I'd wake up the next day like, man, you know what? F that year, <laughs> <I'm stuck. laughs> I remember. I remember we had these conversations. That is like so funny. But now you obviously are are content and you have no regrets. Absolutely not. No, that's what I was telling Jordy. Man, I have a very good piece about when I retired, and I just hope he he feels the same way, man. Because knowing that you made the right decision, there's no better feeling than that. And now you're over here undercutting um, Ian Rappaport and your um, colleagues. Just kidding. Breaking stories. <laughs> Just you know, I'm just I'm just trying to, you know, hey, I'm just trying to be like Jordy Nelson and be consistent. So they, you know, <laughs> some of these networks always, always need me, always know that, you know, I can bring some good stuff to their networks. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> exactly. All right, let, let's move on. Uh, the funny thing is I thought after Antonio Brown signed with the Raiders, okay, we'll talk about him for a couple weeks, couple podcasts, whatever, and then we're just going to move on, right, um, until maybe, you know, off-season workouts or training camp. But A.B., your boy, continues to give us stuff to talk about. Now, now the first thing 
which I don't think you have seen because you're never on Twitter. Even though you have Twitter, you're like never on social media, James. It's kind of annoying. You break a story, so okay, you'll go on Twitter. Then I bug you, okay, <laughs> hey, can you please promote this podcast? Then you'll go on Twitter and retweet me or whatever. Um, so I'm assuming you haven't seen this. So he took a shot at Juju Smith-Schuster. Did you see that? Um, no, I did not see that. See, exactly. <laughs> you just proved my point. So for those who uh, don't know, Juju went on Twitter, right? Posted a picture of him and Big Ben hugging. And he wrote, I was so blessed to enter the league and play with a Hall of Fame quarterback as a 20-year-old. Ben has taught me so much. He's a true leader, and I can't wait to rock with my guy this season. Okay. So then AB tweeted, Do not listen to any NFL player who hasn't gotten paid yet. They will do and say anything to make sure they're going to get paid, even if it's compromising integrity or anything. It's sad, but true. Okay. So let's go back to Juju's tweet first, okay? Yeah. Um, in my opinion, James, it seemed like it was a forced tweet. Like someone asked him to tweet this. Like to me, it looked as if, you know, Mike Tomlin, Big Ben, or maybe even Mr. Rooney was like, hey, Juju, everybody's trashing our quarterback. Can you do me a favor and tweet something positive about Big Ben, specifically about his leadership, please? And I'm not saying Juju doesn't feel that way, uh, because maybe he does, but it did not seem genuine to me because of the timing. You know what I'm saying? The timing of it all. Everybody bashing him, and then all of a sudden he comes out talking about specifically his leadership. You know what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it just leads me back to the comments that Le'Veon Bell made oh, yeah. about Big Ben. And then it leads me to the situation between A.B. and Big Ben. And a lot of guys that I've talked to over there, and I said this on TV, they say a lot of the Steelers players don't rock with Big Ben like that. He's not a leader like that. Yeah. And Everything that we're seeing is showing us that Big Ben is not that guy. He's not a leader like that. And one thing I love about A.B.'s tweet is he's taking a shot, but he's not taking a shot right at Big Ben. He still has never came out and just destroyed Big Ben and said anything about Big Ben. Which I'm sure he can, which I'm sure he could. Oh, absolutely. And I respect him not going that route and starting anything like that and just keeping it professional on that end and not really telling the world about how him and Big Ben relationship was. But you can see how him and Big Ben relationship was because he's only been in Oakland for two days and him and Derek Carr have been everywhere together. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And the relationship looks like it's way better than him and Big Ben's relationship ever was off the field. You know what I mean? Yeah, did they ball out on the field? Yes, but off the field, you've never seen them doing anything, posting anything, not one picture, and you see him and Derek Carr everywhere. But yes, Juju is about to be the number one wide receiver, and I kind of agree with A.B. a little bit because you want to do all the right things because you want to get to that second contract. Oh, yeah, you're trying to live to see another day. Oh, yeah, (laughs) and usually a lot, 97% of the times you don't see wide receivers, I'm going to say wide receivers in particular because that's the position I play, act a fool until they get that second Mm. contract. By the way, Juju, he's entering year three of a four-year and only, by the way, $4.2 million contract, and his signing bonus was what? I think it was like, a little over a million, maybe like 1.2 million. And I'm sure they'll extend him after this season because, you know, he's well underpaid for his production. But again, he's under his rookie contract. This happens all the time and he's trying to get paid. So he'll say whatever he needs to say to keep all parties happy. And 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 let me say this too. I'm on Juju's side as well because, (laughs) because AB's gone. Yeah. I'm the number one guy. Big Ben, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Big Ben, I love you because I need this ball thrown to me over here. I need 100-plus catches so I can go out here and get paid and break the bank. So I love you, Big Ben. You are an unbelievable leader. I probably would (laughs) have tweeted the same thing. Oh, Mr. Rooney, you need me to tweet that about Big Ben? I don't care. You know, shoot. I got you. Come on. 
when I get to this second contract, just take care of me. You know what I'm saying? But that no, that's a prof- you're the number one receiver now. Yeah. That to me, that's kind of a professional tweet too. I'm a number one receiver. This is this is Big Ben's team. Guys are kind of when they come in here now are going to follow my lead, not AB's lead no more. So if I'm all in with Big Ben and he's my guy and I'm rolling with him, they're going to be all in with Big Ben. So I like a I like I like Juju's tweet as well, but I definitely feel where AB is coming from too. I mean, it's just like corporate America. Sometimes you got to do some stuff to please the man, but you don't want to do it, but you got to do it to keep your job. Preach, Fallon, preach. I mean, but obviously <laughs> right now he's entering, like I mentioned, you know, year three of a four-year contract. He just has to suck this up, say whatever he needs to say for this season, put up the numbers like he has been the last two years he's been in the league, and he's going to get paid. They'll extend him Absolutely. after this season for sure. Absolutely. He's a fan favorite. Everybody loves him. He goes out there, stays healthy, balls out. He's going to break the bank and get a big-time contract. So basically what we're saying is we kind of agree with both of their tweets and the reasons behind why they tweeted what they tweeted, you know, because AB clearly has been there before. And the only reason why I didn't, especially at first, like Juju's tweet is because it was just so disingenuous. You know what I mean? However, I understand now why he did it. Oh, absolutely, and I think that, and I think that's why you got the response that you got from AB as well, because this is a guy that reads that tweet and also knows Big Ben. So he probably read the tweet like, man. And also knows Big Mr. Rooney ben and, and Mike Tomlin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's probably why. And remember yep. how he said, like, the way that the organization, the franchise is, is run, we can't say nothing. We're supposed yeah. to just shut up while, you know, Big Ben calls all of us out. So right here, he's basically saying he knows what's going on. He's like, Mike Tomlin, Mr. Rooney, somebody went over to Juju and said, look, Big Ben's getting bad press right now. We, we need you to do some damage control and tweet this about him so all is well. You know what I'm saying? No, no doubt about it. But with A.B., I love him, you know, but I just want He's a Raider now. I wouldn't even chime in to none of that stuff over there. I just, whatever they got going on over there in Pittsburgh, they got going on. But I'm a Raider now. I'm going to worry about what I got going on over here. And speaking of him being a Raider, now, I love that he's a Raider, but he's a little OD when it comes to, like, his Instagram live stories, all his posts. Now, you don't follow him on Instagram because uh, you don't have an Instagram, <laughs> but I'm telling you, every single day, he posts, like, five pictures of something, something controversial or something just funny. Like, um, let me show you. Actually, I'm going to look right this second. But you got to realize that's money, though. Probably get paid. He probably, that's an endorsement for him, posting stuff on IG and all that type stuff. That's why people like him have it, so they could get paid and they got all them followers and people come to them and pay money. So I'm not minding him posting stuff on there. No, but AB isn't posting stuff like, hey, drink this vitamin water and you'll have more energy. Go to <laughs> vitaminwater.com and use the promo code AB20 to get 20% off your next order. Like, He's not doing ads because a lot yeah. of people pay, hey, make this post. I'll give you 10 Gs, whatever. Okay, cool. No, this is like crazy stuff that AB is posting. Like the other day, he posted a picture of him giving the hand to a Bills, uh, like a Bills logo. Yeah. And then la- laughing. Did you see that? No, I didn't. I don't got Instagram. Oh, yeah. For, oh, God. See, I can't stand this. So, what do I see? Like, talk to the hand to the Bills logo, and then there's a Raiders logo, and he's laughing next to it. And he goes, stop playing fake news. <laughs> he's just, like, posting all this crazy stuff. It's, like, so hilarious. Every single and day. you know why? Why? Because he knows Fallon Smith's going to talk about it on her podcast. Okay, Keep hold on. <laughs> now, this is what's funny, though, too. So, speaking of that, he went on Instagram Live yesterday, and I actually took a screen recording. I don't, You don't know how to probably do that, I'm sure. But it's okay, James. We'll, we'll teach you. Um, so, I took a screen recording of his Instagram Live, posted it on Twitter. As of right now, it has, like, over 62,000 views. And part of it is because guess who retweeted it, even though I didn't even tag him in it. 
Got to be your main man, A.B. Yeah, Antonio Brown. He retweeted it. <laughs> so uh, now everybody out there, like, I get so many mentions, it's actually really annoying, from, like, Steelers fans who, like, hate him and are saying, you guys got a loser. Just wait uh, until... Uh, these, are probably all, these are probably all the people with A.B. jerseys hanging up in their clothes. Right, and they just they just <laughs> hella salty. Yeah. And then there's all these Raider fans who love it, who are so pumped up. They're like, let's go. Let's get to work. Can't wait for the season. Yada, yada, yada. Now, Antonio Brown is working out with an unlikely workout partner. We're going to get to that in just a second. But first, we have to take a quick break. It's ad time. It's no secret, life can be stressful. But getting life insurance shouldn't be. That's why there's ethos. Ethos is a modern kind of life insurance that's super fast, incredibly affordable, and very uncomplicated. Sounds good, right? At GetEthos.com, there's no medical exams for policies covering under a million dollars, no hours of paperwork or meetings with pushy representatives, Mm -mm. and it only takes 10 minutes to apply, and you can rest assured knowing that you've taken the steps to protect your family. And in most cases with Ethos, you can have that peace of mind that you've been looking for for less than a cup of coffee a day with no hidden fees. Having life insurance can free you from stress. Getting life insurance shouldn't cause it. Discover just how uncomplicated life insurance can be with Ethos. So make sure you go to GetEthos.com to get your free instant quote in just minutes. That's GetEthos.com. Ethos, E-T-H-O-S, GetEthos.com. All right, we are back. Let's keep this thing rolling. So, A.B. is out here working, as we know. There's no off-season for him. But what does surprise me, James, is who he is working out with. Antonio Brown and Bill Romanowski. Like, what? Bill Romanowski? What is, what is Bill Romanowski coaching or teaching? Uh, speed workouts, apparently. They on, oh, they on the track. Oh, he's a speed trainer. Oh, okay. I, I don't know okay. if he's a speed trainer. I don't even know. I have no idea how they linked up. I was actually hoping that you could give well, me some information. To, he has to be a speed trainer. I mean, he can't be coming back to play in the National Football League, so he has to be out there, probably got some pointers about some speed and all that good stuff. This is crazy to have Bill Romanowski and Antonio Brown because – I know Bill. I worked with him at NBC Sports Bay Area. A.B. has a personality of a player that Bill doesn't really like. Like, Bill used to always talk about how he couldn't stand, you know, like the new generation diva type players. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And to see them, to see those two together is ridiculously surprising. On the other hand, though, I don't know if you know Bill. Bill is a 52-year-old who still takes care of his body. He's still built like a linebacker. He's ridiculously healthy. He doesn't drink alcohol. He eats clean. So I think that's what they have in common, maybe, that they both take care of their body. Because if someone told me that A.B. and Romo would be chilling and hanging out together and working out together, I'd be like, you crazy. Like, nah. You know, but you just said in the real world, you know, you learn how to adapt to all that type of stuff. Bill, like, shoot, I'm going to train him. He's paying that good money. I get him this speed, right? I ain't going to say nothing to him. I love him. I love all the diva <laughs> wide receivers, Bill. Like, shoot, come on. <laughs> Let, let's go work out. I doubt that AB's even paying Bill. I think this is all for show. I guess the real question is who reached out to who? You know what I mean? Did AB reach out to Bill? Did Bill reach out to AB? Who set this all up? I guess we can. we would be able to answer more questions if we knew that you know what i mean because this is an unlikely pair okay yeah but from watching the video they seem like look at they seem like they was extremely close like they worked out and all that stuff plenty of times before and like this is what they do man so So hold on you did see the video oh yeah i remember because i sent it to you exactly (laughs) hold on let me play it real quick for the fans so uh bear with us it's about two minutes long so i'm out here at a lonely park with my Uncle Bill. It's called Never Give Up. It's called Keep Working. No matter what people say, it's about what you do. And life is all about your actions. Everyone got words. Everyone got this. It's about our actions. Right now, my actions tell me I'm out here at a field 
It's me and my uncle. <laughs> We're here getting better. Working on top speed. Still one of the fastest in the game. I told my uncle today if I run a 4-3, I'll give him $2,000. He was like, you don't want it. I was like, yeah, you got to take it. Someone got to challenge me. I haven't been challenged yet. So I'm looking for a challenge. If you want to challenge me, come through. You think you can cover me? Come cover me. Bring all cover covers. Covers, sheets, towels, deodorant. I need everything that's covering me. Who want to cover me? So every DB from the Raiders, I need them to cover me like blankets. We're we, we going to work to go to the Super Bowl. We're not even paying. Hey, I love you guys. I ain't going to talk too much. Say what's up to Uncle Bill. If you're not following Uncle Bill, you better follow Uncle Bill. The podcast is coming with Uncle Bill. Stay tuned. Hall of Famer. Did I tell you he never missed a game? Did I tell you he's a Hall of Famer? I'm not going to say too much. You don't like when I start boasting and bragging. But I'm only stating facts. I'm not saying nothing that's not reality. That's what it is. Don't mention no receiver name. Don't mention no one to me. Hey, I don't hate no one. I love everyone. Hey, he's Rice. I'm Quinoa. Jerry Rice, I'm coming for you. If he's Rice, I'm Quinoa. Know that. Let everyone in the world know I'm coming for everyone. Don't tell me about these young receivers who are trying to get established. I don't even want to hear it. I'm out here to come from Rice. If he's Rice, I'm Quinoa. Larry Fitzgerald, all these receivers who think they're doing something in the league, watch me. Watch my actions. Not my words. Derwin James, I love Derwin James. He's one of the best safeties in the league. Did he get a good lick on me? Yes. But it don't matter. You know what I mean? And if you play this game long enough, you're going to get your butt kicked. But guess what? Keep fighting. Okay. First of all. First of all, oh my goodness, there's a lot to uh, dissect in that uh, interesting two-minute audio clip. But I wish everybody could see Bill Romanowski's face throughout the entire video. Because I'm telling you, Bill looked like he thought A.B. was crazy. Like, he was smiling in the beginning, you know, and then he started talking about that quinoa or whatever, and Bill's probably like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, he probably didn't understand a word that he was saying after that. And if Bill Romanowski thinks you are nuts, then you're probably nuts because Bill Romanowski himself is nuts. I think, I think I'm thinking the other way. I'm thinking Bill was sitting there looking at him like, Dang, I wish it was Instagram out when I played. I would have acted a fool. <laughs> I would have acted a fool just like him on there. I wish I had some of this stuff when I was playing. Man, I'd probably be a billionaire right now. I've been acting a fool on this stuff. The funny thing is, though, <laughs> I had to actually clip off the beginning of the video because right when AB turned on his or started recording the Instagram Live, yeah. all of a sudden you hear Bill saying something mother effer. I'm like, <laughs> Oh Lord, Bill! So I had. Hey, so that's the, him though. You, <laughs> you definitely shouldn't delete that off. That's, that's no. Bill. That's authentic, right there. I don't promote cursing on my social media accounts at all, <laughs> or, or cursing. Period. But uh, here's what I got. Kind of got. Here's the five things I got from that. One, AB calls Romo Uncle Bill, which is awesome. Okay. Yeah, that's why I say they got a nice relationship. They close, man. I I love it. And then two, um, AB bet. Uncle Bill, two thousand dollars that he can still run a four three forty, and he didn't say if he did it or not, so I don't know. But that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Still run when AB came out of college, and he was a rookie. He ran a four five at the or four four at the combine. So he's getting it's faster. Me, is what you're saying? It's hard for me. I mean, I mean, it's hard for me to believe either he got that much faster. It's hard <laughs> to do that. But if it's anybody that can do it, I mean, it's him because, like you said, it is no off season. He's nonstop training and all that type stuff. So, but I mean, people don't understand four three is moving. It is. Oh fast. yeah. Oh no. I, I understand it. Uh, the third thing I got out of that was that AB. Uh, challenged the Raiders DBs to cover him like blankets. <laughs> and I love, I love, I love that because that is exactly what they Coach need. Gruden was talking about at the press conference. The way this dude practices is undeniable, and it's going to rub off on the other guys. And you need guys like that. Like, dang, man, it's week two in training camp. Dude, I'm tired. And you get a dude like A.B. walking out there. Can't none of y'all cover me. 
And then you like, oh, okay. <laughs> you need guys yeah. like that to push everybody. I love that. Call them all out now. Let them know what what it's going to be when you run up on me, get ready to cover me all season long. Yeah, I love that too. Okay, so number four was that AB is no longer Mr. Big Chest, okay? His new nickname <laughs> His new nickname is now Quinoa since he's chasing yeah since he's chasing uh, Jerry Rice. <laughs> call him Quinoa. Uh, That's hilarious. He got to play. If he play long enough, he gonna come get Jerry. But he got to play a little while um, longer. Man. I know for sure. But I, he's so crazy, Quinoa. I was I could not he stop is. laughing. I could not stop laughing. Do you eat Quinoa? I mean, I ate it before, but it's not like something where I wake up like, oh yeah, I got to get that Quinoa. Nah, no, I'm cool. It has a lot of protein. <laughs> it's very it's good. Very good I actually you. love Quinoa. It's very good for you. I don't, I don't know if it's very, very good, but it's good for you. But yes, I've had see, it. See, you see that? Quinoa is good, <laughs> but rice is better. Like real rice Absolutely. is better. <laughs> Girl, um, I feel you. Okay, then the last thing I got from that uh, is that, well, shoot, besides him calling out Larry Fitzgerald, but I ain't even going to go there. Okay, we ain't touching that because he tripping for that. But the last thing I did get from that was that Bill's going to be on AB's new podcast. James, everybody is starting to do podcasts. You know how you think I'm a pain in the butt? You think I'm a pain in the butt? Guess what? AB they is follow, doing it. They following in your footsteps. They starting podcasts. No, every, excuse me. I followed in everybody else's <laughs> footsteps, too, because, I mean, podcasts are starting to get huge, but it's hilarious that, one, you hate doing this podcast every week with me. Let's just be honest. Or you love it. I don't know. But you actually give me a hard time yeah, about it. So I feel like you no, hate you it. Can't, you can't tell the world how I feel. Let me do that. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, Do you hate or like doing this podcast? I mean, I absolutely love it. I love waking up at 6 o'clock in the morning <laughs> recording a podcast. There's nothing I'd rather be doing. That, that, hey, that's all your fault. We could have done it last night. We could not. Nah, see, mm-mm. anyways, I'm not going to go there. But A.B., is starting a podcast, like with one of his friends. I, I don't know the other guy uh, exactly, but I don't know if most people are going to be able to actually understand him, okay? Because it took me a little time to, like, dissect what he said in the last two minutes. Uh, but I think it's going to be very entertaining. Oh, it's going to be very entertaining, and you better believe the whole world is probably going to be tuning in because they're just waiting for that one Little that he says. thing that they can blow up and say this is what he said about Big Ben finally, or this is what he they just want. They want that one thing because we all know that bad news sales, and they try. Yeah, to get he's going to give people bulletin board material. That is for sure. But guess what? We need to get him on our podcast, James. You need to work on that, James. We do need to get them all, man. Get our get our ratings booming up, man. I'm 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 a calling. Text him, reach out to him, tell him, come on there, man. Tell him, I ain't got no money to pay him, but, you know, come on the podcast, man. And, you know, just come chop it up with us for about 15, 20 minutes. Even if we had it for five minutes, it will still be gold just because it's Antonio Brown. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, let's let's uh, have you set that in motion. Because, you know, I would, like, DM him on Twitter, but he don't know me like that. So he knows you and you're, you know, wide receiver. Yeah, he be like, who is this? Uh, I'll, I'll hit him up to see what he could do for us, man. Tell him, come on, man, to boom our ratings, man, and make sure he retweet us and all that and post us on the IG and all that or whatever. Yeah, that's what I'm on saying. There. I'm on there, so, you know, he can get my followers up, you know. Um, but <laughs> A.B. was working out at San Jose State, too, and you're going back to San Jose State or to San Jose this weekend because of your birthday. Yeah. So happy early birthday. You already know it. Thank you very much. A.B. working out at San Jose State, oh, he about, to, he about to have a monster year. You know, only true G's and true legends work out at San Jose State. So, oh, my, he might he might hit the 2,000-yard mark. It's funny because I um, was looking at some of the videos. I'm telling you, he posts, like, his whole life, like, every day. Like, I'll know probably what he eats for breakfast, right? So he posted a video of him in the gym, and then it said, like, Spartans. I'm like, hold on, what? And then I'm like, oh, my goodness, that's San Jose State. What the heck? You know, and so I was like, dang, I need James to, like, get the load down, show up one day, you know, when you're in town, and go work out with him, and then become extra BFFs with him, and then so he can be on our <laughs> podcast. That was, like, my whole point to even bring that up. Yeah. I need you to, like, do some work. Well, I don't know if that's going to happen, but, you know. And if so, once he starts recording, I'm going to be like, hey, man, don't get me off IG. Don't put me on there. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. You're going to be all about it, so then you could, like, uh, nah. Uh-uh. You're going to be like, follow me on Twitter at 89. Nope, I'm going to be in the back like, man, come on, man, get off that. 
<laughs> let's work out. Let's work. We got time to be Instagram posts. Actually, you are kind of like that. You are so antisocial. You know, you need to step your social game up like tremendously. You know, I, I think I, I think I do just enough. I think I do just no, enough. No, <laughs> you don't do enough. Okay, just know. enough is not enough. You have to go yeah, above no. and beyond. You should know. You you were a former athlete, homie. I I try I try to let. When I'm on TV, let my talent on TV speak for itself. I don't got to do all that Instagram and Twitter and all that. James, guess what? I made it this this far without it. Sorry to break the news to you, but more people see you on the Internet than they actually do on TV. Probably probably do, but my bosses and all that see me on TV. (laughs) You were like, I don't care as long as I'm getting paid, right? Is that what you're saying? Oh, exactly. I don't worry about all the other stuff off the the TV. Well, I was about to say off the field, but I ain't on the field no more. But, you know, off the set. So, you know, do your job on the set. It's all good. How amazing would it be if the Raiders were on hard knocks this year? I mean, A.B.'s first year, Raiders last year in Oakland. I mean, that's pure gold. Oh, man. Coach Gruden, A.B., D.C., all that good stuff. Man, let's do it. Get them on there. The point was Mark Davis is like, no. Apparently he said, no, not this year. It's not the right time. One, He's tripping. It is exactly the right time, but it's not the right time for him because it'll basically expose the drama and the dysfunction inside that organization, at least for now, while they're still trying to figure things out before going to um, Vegas. Yeah, but we all know we all know that they pick and choose the parts to show on TV. So I'm sure, yeah, it'll be some parts where it's like, dang, man, and then it'll be some parts where it's like, dang, this hard knocks is, is unbelievable. Just like last year with Cleveland. There's a lot of bad stuff going on in Cleveland, but they made it. That might have been the best hard knocks. Oh, yeah, they did show a lot of positivity and stuff yeah. for the future. I bet, though, that Mark Davis, the reason why he's so reluctant this year, um, is because it is the last year in Oakland and there's a lot of, you know, fans who are sad about it. And I think for him as an owner, he wants to wait until their first year in Vegas when, you know, there's a little more positivity around the team yeah. and like a fresh start in a new city for the franchise. I think that's a lot more, uh, that will shed a lot more positive light on the Raiders. Um, and so I think that's why Mark Davis is so reluctant to uh, agree on doing hard knocks this year. But I think the Raiders should be on hard knocks. That would be must-see TV. Like, I will oh, tune in. Man, I mean, the Black Hole Raider Nation, I mean, shoot, that's a big-time franchise. I think everybody would want to see what's going on. I guess we're going to have to wait. And if there's not going to be hard knocks, there's always Antonio Brown's Instagram Live. And there's always Keeping It 300. We always got all the info for you. Oh, yeah, there you go. There's always Keeping It 300. But you know, <laughs> he literally documents every second of his life. Yeah. It is freaking hilarious. That's a lot. So we're not going to get into anything else because I didn't realize we've been talking for 50 minutes. So uh, we have to cut it there. <laughs> We tried to only give you guys about 45 minutes because I always feel like hour-long podcasts are way too long and you have to listen to it in in parts. Um, So we didn't get to some of the things that we wanted to get to, but that's okay because I feel like we gave you guys enough and it was fun. Right, James? Absolutely. God, we gave him Jordy. We gave him AB. I gave you great stories. Great Great stories. We're good. Oh, yeah. You gave us. Yeah, so I didn't have any stories. You're right. You're right. (laughs) This is a team thing. If there's anybody that does all the work on the podcast it's you and the fans and the fans know I that mean, it is i me. just pop on here and talk but i, I mean, do lose me. sleep and wake up and all that stuff. boy but if you don't pop on, pop on here and talk but it's all good it's a team thing we not turn it into a solo thing <laughs> yeah well afterwards i have to export it all audio engineer it and it takes a few hours for uh the editing while well, i grab some breakfast so it's all good whatever you're a hater <laughs> all right let's just end right there <laughs> That's going to do it for this week's episode of Keeping It 300. I hope you enjoyed the show. Till next time, I'm Fallon. He's James. We out. We out.